I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about self-love. Well, I think self-love is a concept that is being more readily discussed. And a lot of times people are wondering, well, what is self-love? Or do I love myself? Mm -hmm. Do I really like myself? Do I like who I am? I don't know if a lot of people even like who they are. Well. I've sometimes kind of taken surveys and for periods of time I would ask everybody who came in to see me to say three nice things about themselves yeah. and it was extremely difficult. For many people. If I said say three negative things about yourself, no problem. Yeah. No problem. I'm, I, yeah, I'm too fat, I'm too lazy, I, you know, I'm this and that and the other thing. Uh, my father told me I'd never amount to anything, you know, etc, etc. Yeah. We're really tough on ourselves. Yes, we are brutal on ourselves, yes. So, so what? where is this from, Margaret? What, are we, what That's causes what we're going to talk about. And because you're going to hear from everybody, like it was just delivered by Moses or from Mount Olympus, you're going to hear, well, you have to love yourself before you can love anyone else. So love yourself. Well, what does that mean, and how do I do it, and can I just decide I love myself tomorrow? Mm -hmm. No, it's not that simple. In fact, it's not simple at all. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do a, a few minutes frequently, if you don't mind, on self-love. Okay. Uh, until we have a, a good sense of it. And I found an article by an old friend of ours, Lisa Firest Firestone, um, who often talks about the inner critic. Okay? So I'm going to talk about how some of this negative stuff gets started in childhood. Do you think that our self or our lack of self-love causes us to value our partner more than ourselves? Oftentimes, I do. Um, and you'll have people even wonder, what do they see in me? You know, what could he or she possibly see in me? I'm not worth all that much. And it probably only adds to the desperation of wanting absolutely, that person back. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Why would anyone love me? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, what do you have? Okay. Well, and I just want to say a word. Um, parents don't do this on, on purpose, but it does happen. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, as kids grow up, they often take on their parents' negative self perceptions. Mm -hmm. So, if you have self negative self perceptions, worse yet, you can hand them on. And the critical point of view directed toward them. For example, if a parent regards their child as a burden, that attitude will be woven into that child's self-esteem. This negative programming from parents and other influential persons in the child's life um, can injure the child's self-esteem. Sure. The negative programming from parents and others, combined with other influences such as accidents, illness, and death, can lead to the formation of an anti-self system which grows up to be the critical inner voice. Mm 
that she writes about so frequently. So it doesn't, our negative feelings about ourselves don't come out of the nowhere into the here, okay? Like I say, parents don't mean to do this, but half the time they have to correct us, tell us not to walk out in traffic and all sorts of other things, mm -hmm. all right? Mm -hmm. So it can end up that it feels to the child and so forth and so on, like they hear more negative stuff than they do positive. And I know sometimes you even hear that if you say too many good things to a child, they'll get a swelled head, was what I was always told when I was a kid. If you're too nice to your children and you, and you encourage them and tell them their good points, they'll get a swelled head. That's Meaning terrible. they'll think they're, you know, better than everybody else. Yeah. Um, and sometimes people think the more you teach them to be critical of themselves, the better they'll do. And what we now understand is that that doesn't work. No. It works the opposite way. And I always think of the concept of the tough coach, you know, who's really tough on his players and, and really makes them toe the line and so forth and so on. And sometimes that may work, but not most of the time. Sometimes I'm a tough coach. Sometimes you are, Craig. Yes, you are. And both of us are, I guess we could say. I think you're tough less often than I am. I'm tough in a different way. You are. I'm tough in a different way. Um, all right. The anti-self system represents a variety of destructive and critical attitudes children adopt toward themselves and the world at large. The critical inner voice operates as an internalized parent reminding people of their flaws, warning them against certain actions, and instructing them about how to perceive the world. Mm -hmm. Hurtful parental attitudes, projections, and unreasonable expectations expressed toward the children are the basis of these self-attacks. For example, kids who are told, why are you so lazy? Can't you get anything right? You're driving me crazy. Why aren't you doing better in school? Why can't you just make friends? I don't understand. Incorporate these negative attitudes into their self-perception. They develop critical inner voices that attack them. People say to themselves, you're stupid. You're a bother. You're not good enough. You're a failure. No one could like or love you. Horrible. Horrible. Okay. You know what? If you've had your parents talk to you in those ways, share comments so people can see. Please do. Yes. That, you know, they may say, you know what? My mom or dad said those same things to me. One of the ones I hear the most often and have heard the most often, yes, that's a great idea, Craig. Yeah, that feedback would be very helpful to us, is you'll never amount to anything. I was talking to a guy the other day who was really working hard and struggling, and he had been told all of his life, you'll never amount to anything. Wow. Um, I've heard kids being told they have too many needs, they need too many things from the parent. And I think they often end up to be avoidant because they just stop needing yeah. or counting on others. Okay. Horrible, horrible. Yeah. Perfection is impossible, but reflection help, helps us to do better as parents. When we do slip up, we can use our self-understanding to repair ruptures in our relationships with our children. Mm -hmm. We can apologize for our mistakes, empathize with their pain, and explain to them how we really feel. And I have to give my mother credit for that. She was able to do that. She could come to me and say, I shouldn't have said that to you. Okay? See, I was fortunate that my mom didn't ever really put me down. 
she would never say anything like that to put me down that I yeah. could think of. Yeah. So she wouldn't often feel the need to apologize, I think, because she didn't really, she was always like caring and kind. Mm -hmm. My mother didn't do anxious. it often. But, yeah, anxious. <laughs> My mother didn't do it often, but I do recall her being able to apologize on, on occasion, and I give her credit for that. Yeah. I'm wondering how many people out there had parents that couldn't apologize. That couldn't, yeah. The wouldn't more even think honest, to do it. The more honest, open, and mindful we make the environment we share with our children, the more we enable our children to be resilient and to move confidently and independently into the world. And you hear certain phrases that loved, loved people will, will tell me. I'm so glad you were born. I'm so glad you're here. You're a joy to my heart. I'm so proud of you. Lots of people have never, never heard these, these phrases. And now that I think about it, it might be nice to collect a list of of common positive phrases that we can say to our children and certainly to ourselves. Okay? Yep. All right. So that's my introduction to self-love and we're going to move on with it because I know you're hearing it everywhere. And it sort of sounds accusatory like you better do this by tomorrow. You can't do this by tomorrow. It involves a lot of work. Yeah, and if you start to really think about the, you know, examples Margaret gave and maybe rewatch the video and write down the things you can really evaluate. Yeah. You, oh wow! You know, I never realized all the negative things that my parents said about me. No wonder why I don't feel too good about myself, and no wonder why I'm so devastated over somebody leaving me. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Why can't you make friends? Because I think the healthier you get, the more likely you can handle a breakup in a way where. You are you feel good about yourself, and you feel like you know what? If this person doesn't want to be me, be with me, that's okay. I'll, I'll find be, somebody else. I'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. And I think really healthy people feel like that. But think about it. If you really feel that you're unlovable and a loser, of course you'd be panic stricken. Why would anybody want to be with me? And and how would I get anyone else? Yeah. Sure. Because no one's going to like me. Right. Why would I My get anybody said. else? Yeah. Wow. And, and it's hard sometimes. We have incredible loyalty to parents, no matter what they said to us. And sometimes we can almost feel guilty about saying, no, I'm not accepting that. You yeah. Know? I know my parents said it in good faith, but no, I'm not a loser. And I am likable. So there. <laughs> <laughs> Great point. All right. All right. So that was a good article and something for you guys to think about and put things in perspective as to why maybe... You're not really caring about yourself so much, and you're caring more about somebody else yes, than you do more yourself. about somebody else. But like I say, the way it's said these days um, is almost accusatory. Like, if you can't do that today, there's something wrong with you. No, it may take till at least the middle of next week. Okay? <laughs> at least that. At least. All right. All right. So, if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching, and I do Skype. Of course, Margaret is available for Skype coaching. If you feel that I can be helpful, feel free to call me. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.